Let's welcome tonight's guest. They call him Baker because he always has hot buns. Former CIA operative and host of Black Files Declassified, which premieres Thursday on Science Channel, Mike Baker. He's got G.I. Joe's heart and RoboCop's legs. Retired U.S. Marine Corps bomb technician and Fox News contributor Joey Jones. He's squeaky clean but secretly mean. Host of the quiz show on Fox Nation, Tom Shalhoub. She's small, on call, and ready to brawl. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Tip. All right. <sighs> they would rather beef than pass the relief. It took all week, but Congress finally passed a $2 trillion emergency relief package to help the nation economically and quite literally heal. Why did it take all week? Because politicians can't turn off the politician in them or turn on, and turn on the human. They've gotten they've got to throw in their own causes. Mitch McConnell accused Dems of having a wish list. And on CNN, for once, Nancy Pelosi had an answer to that. For example, they say that you asked for imposing new emission standards and carbon offsets on airlines, which is something that uh, is in the Democratic uh, wheelhouse. It's yeah. something that you would want in a perfect world, but not appropriate today. What's your response? Well, I do think that there is a whole concern in our country that if we're giving tens of billions of dollars to the airlines, that we could at least have a shared value about what what happens to the environment. Oh, my God. I don't have any words. Well, I do, but they begin with F and BS. The good news, individuals and families based on income will be getting some money. Unemployment insurance for four months. Hospitals and local governments will get funds for health equipment. But New York says it's not enough. It gives us $3.8 billion. The hole is as big as, as high as $15 billion. How do you plug a $15 billion hole with $3.8 billion? You don't. And yet the bill provides hundreds of millions for the National Endowment for the Arts, museums and libraries, the Kennedy Center, the Smithsonian. Now, look, I love Archie Bunker's chair and Fonzie's jacket as much as the next person. But an emergency stimulus package should be just that for the emergency to save lives, not chairs. Period. All right, Kat, you're a libertarian. I knew you were coming to me. I heard you going off on us on the five. (laughs) But you know why? Because I know it hurts to do this. But sometimes you got you. You got to let. You can't be perfect all the time. And oh, this is a- I can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you focused a lot on division just yeah. now. And there actually has been one thing that Republicans and Democrats seem to agree on. And that's yes. the good news. The bad news is that thing is corporate welfare. Mm. I understand that people need help. I understand that people, the government's saying you can't go to work. And no one could have expected this and been able to prepare for this. That's, I completely get that people need help. However, what I don't like about not just this bill, but any bill like this, is it's essentially the government picking winners and losers. And then we have to pay for the winners to win. And I just generally don't like my money being spent without, uh, you know, my opinion being being uh, involved. Well, you know, uh, they they could have bought you another dog that doesn't poop. Tom, dogs need to poop. Yeah, they do. Tom, um, 
Are you are you excited that money went to the Kennedy Center or they were trying to get money? I mean, why is the Kennedy Center so important? I know it's named after a great president, but I feel like it's a place where elitists in D.C. go to be seen in tuxedos. Yes. They and pick, they're picking winners. That's what I mean. Yes. Well, the thing that amazed me most about this was how President Trump was not, he, he was kind of even-handed on this thing. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody was surprised, I certainly was surprised that they were able to get this done even this week. I mean, it took several days, and, the, you know, the people were dragging their feet. But the fact that they got anything done, it kind of surprised me. And the thing that was amazing was, while we were waiting for them to stop dickering around and pass the bill, President Trump was pretty even-handed. He didn't attack Nancy Pelosi. He didn't attack his favorite people. He said, oh, they'll work it out. So... Somehow, President Trump gave the uh, legislators room to do what they do. Now, obviously, it's there's going to be tons of wasted money, but there's tons of wasted money when we're not in a national emergency. Exactly. Exactly. You know, uh, Joey, I think the thing that amazes me is that politicians are so used to being politicians that they forget. That they shouldn't be a politician in a time of urgency. Politicians actually, politics prevents war because you argue things out. But in this case, it becomes a, an obstacle. You know, I spoke daily with some of the Republican policy writers, uh, members and staff. And when Pelosi sent this bill over, they were flabbergasted. They truly did not know how to respond. Mm-hmm. The original bill that Nancy Pelosi sent was basically some poor intern, the, the poor fella or lady that had to go to work that day, copy-pasting the Green New Deal from AOC's website into a Word doc exactly. for Nancy to send over. That's what this was. And what it is is she's looking at the political scorecard saying, you know, Trump isn't going to lose because of a crisis he didn't create. What else do we have for winning? Nothing. Because the coronavirus, all the coronavirus in the world doesn't bring back dead terrorists. And all the coronavirus in the world doesn't make our borders weaker. It's actually going to make them stronger. And all the coronavirus in the world doesn't, you know, deter the American spirit of, hey, if we invest and gamble in this economy, it will pay us back, which is what Trump came into office and showed us. So all those wins are still there. The economy isn't all he has to run on. The economy was a symptom of all the other things that got better. And I think she's starting to understand that, knowing if she doesn't get a win here and there, the AOCs of the world are going to turn their back on her. Yeah, uh, Mike, you know a lot about big packages. What do you make of this big relief package? Yeah, Yeah, well, as as usual, it's it's not as impressive as it first appears to be. Look, anybody, again, who who looks at this process and watches the Democrats and the Republicans do this effort in the case of this, this, this crisis that we're dealing with and is surprised at the dysfunctionality, again, I don't know where they've been, because this is how Washington, D.C., Operates, operates right you could have you could have sat down the leaders and said six priorities we need yeah. six actionable items and you listed out a few of them earlier in the show yeah. uh you know the the, the, the moratorium on, on mortgage uh, eviction or payments and evictions or whatever you know penalties um, get to the uh, point uh, mike a payroll tax <laughs> you know you know what, I, I am hey wait a second now you gave your other guests at least 20 minutes by my count uh so here's the thing here's the thing you know, I forgot what I was talking about just now, but I do want to circle but back he's gonna to Governor keep Cuomo going. just for a second. No, <laughs> yeah, humor me just for this second. Humor me for a second. Governor Cuomo uh, was very compl- in his own way, complimentary of President Trump early stages of this thing. I think right. at a certain point he realized he's got an advantage here in terms of politics. All right. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you ready to drink kerosene after this quarantine? As we finish up the second week of the shutdown, we're all coping with the isolation in different ways. 
One guy in France even ran a marathon on his balcony. And not because of the virus, it's just because he's French. Meanwhile, couplings are dissolving faster than Alka-Seltzer in a hard rain. New York City divorce lawyers say they've seen a 50% spike in potential clients seeking representation, probably because we're all becoming fat, lazy pigs. Yeah, many on social media report the boredom and stress of the lockdown has them eating round the clock or the clock. (laughs) I've been there. Joey, how's the quarantine going for you? You exercising? You eating? (laughs) You know, yes, I'm eating a lot and I'm enjoying every moment of it. I've got some weight equipment here. I've got a wood shop. I'm literally walking around my house with a tape measure and a square going, man, that wall looks a little off. Let me tear it down and rebuild it. I'm getting I'm getting a lot done. But, uh, you know, the one thing I will say is that I hope this instills some self-reliance in people. They're like, you know, I can I can hang my own light fixture or maybe, you know, clean my house or do things that I don't normally do or pay someone else to do. I will tell you, though, I need a barber and I'm so ready to sit down and have someone bring me a plate of food without having to lift a finger. So those two things I'm ready for. Yeah, I believe me, I need a barber, too. I'm not cutting my own hair. I, 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 I Already, I swear to we God, agree. I look like Bobby Vinton from the you know 1965 World's Fair. I'm not even sure if there was a World's Fair in 65. You know, Tom, I was wondering, uh, do you have 64? Thank you. Uh, Tom, are you sick of your kids yet or are your kids sick of you? I don't think they're sick of me, Greg. We're having a good time at home. We're doing everything that they say. We're keeping our well, you know, the family isn't keeping their distance from the family. But when we go out for walks every day, we stay away from the neighbors. We wave to them. The neighbors are very nice to us. <laughs> uh, we're playing a lot of board games. Board uh, games are fun, Greg. Yeah. Not the not the ones you play. <laughs> no, I'm playing the classics: Monopoly, Payday, <laughs> the Hate game of life. Greg, hate a lot them of all. Fun. <laughs> Too many. You know what? I'm a backgammon guy. Backgammon's the best game because it lasts like 20 minutes, right? Yep. I'm trying to remember how to play double backgammon, but backgammon, you can play 30 games in a row, and you never get sick of it. Uh, speaking of getting sick of things, Kat, how are you dealing with your, you're living with your boyfriend, who you just kind of like moved in with, so you're learning all this weird stuff, and you got a dog and a cat. Yeah. Uh, well, things are going really well, except the cat wants to eat the puppy. Oh, Interesting. Uh, yeah, like he 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 wants to uh, murder him. Um, but other than that, things are going pretty well. Um, he, my boyfriend, does do the exercising in the apartment sometimes, Ugh, yeah. which bothers me, and I keep telling him it's mean, right? Because I'm sitting on the couch for like hour fourteen in penguin pajama pants with crumbs on him, and he's over there, you know, doing push-ups. Yeah. I'm like, you might as well just yell at me and tell me you're just telling me you're better than I am to my yes. face. Um, so other than that, things are going surprisingly well. Good. I mean, I I micro I boiled water the other day. Oh, fantastic! Um, he did the rest of the stuff, but I boiled it myself without <laughs> even googling. So I'm just becoming a grown woman in a pandemic. Um, it's it's I'm you know. Maybe that's the title of your memoir, A Grown Woman in a Pandemic. Yeah. Uh, You know, Mike, uh, I imagine you're spending a lot of time in that little, like, hellhole of yours. Um, Have you been developing any phantom symptoms? I, at home, am constantly thinking I'm coming down with the coronavirus, and yet I'm fine. You know. I don't know. Well, I, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I've heard from some friends. I didn't realize we're hypochondriacs, but 
But I get text messages from them saying I'm a little bit worried. I've got the, you know I've got this yeah. and that. I said just calm down. Everybody just just calm down. Although to to, to be truthful, uh, my boys uh, every day take my temperature because they say I'm squarely in that target demo right. for for the uh, for the the uh, corona. But look, we we've got uh, you know I agree with Joey the self sufficiency. I think if this teaches everybody one lesson as we all move out of this, which we will is the idea of a little bit more self-sufficiency, a little bit more community, helping each other out. We've got elderly neighbors. It's nice to think that people can help them out. Uh, And so, you know, we've got the thing about Idaho. We can kick the kids outside. They're up in the foothills. They see nobody else (laughs) for hours at a time. You can go fishing, you know, 10 minutes away. See nobody else. Killing elk. Strangling snake. Killing elk. We get... I've been, I've been sending meat to Joey for the past couple of years. That's why he's got a freezer full of meat. <laughs> uh, sharing the meat. That's what we love sharing about you, Mike. Mm. That's what All we right. do. Thanks to Mike Baker, Joey Jones, Tom Schlue, and Kat Timp. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.